Previously on Al's Monster Stampede. They're flying around our head right now! What's flying overhead? Flying saucers? Oh no, we're in their crop circles. This must be a sign telling them where to land. We gotta get out of here. Yes! <laughs> Watch out, creeps! It's a monster stampede! I'm Al Burnham. And I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham. And we're coming to you from under a tree in the snow from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. Yes, sir. And of course, uh, we, we just got away from those aliens. We thought we were in a corn maze. Turned out we were in some crop circles. Yeah. So we figured, how do you get away from aliens hovering around over your head in spaceships? Yeah. Hide under a tree. And yeah. then it started snowing. I can't explain it. It's July, so it's snowing. Well, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But very few things do here at Frankenstein's yeah. Monkey Farm. Yep. We wanted to record while we were hiding from the aliens here because Alistair's got a very special lesson for you today. One that was actually requested of us. Yes. Tony Vandenbush, one of our patrons. Yep, at our Word Salad Productions Network, patreon.com slash word salad. Yep. She requested that you deliver a lecture on what? Invisible men. Hmm, big subject. Yep. But you've been doing your research, I know. Yep. Compiling notes. Yep. And are you ready to go? Yep. Well, let's get this class started. The teacher is in. Alistair, tell our listeners about invisible men. So, there is different ways they can be invisible. And, anyway... Make them invisible, but that way isn't real. Okay, so they only exist in movies, you're saying? Yeah. All right. So this is, of course, another mm -hmm. lesson in monster awareness and preparedness should you find yourself trapped in a movie. Yes. And if you're trapped in a movie with an invisible man, you're saying that there are a number of ways that a person could become invisible. Yes. Such as? So, science can do it. Because science does stuff that people can't do without science. So you become invisible through scientific means? Yes. And how does that work? Can you explain that process? Yes, I will explain that. Because science is you test out things mm -hmm. that humans can't do without science. So that's why... Sometimes you can make it with science. And science is, of course, that which we as human beings are capable, through the amazing tool of our brain, yep. to prove. Yep. And so yep. maybe you're in a movie where a scientist has proven that they can become invisible, you're saying? Yeah. Oh, but are they all scientists? Are all invisible men scientists? No. Okay. No. Sometimes scientists can test out. 
like that. on themselves? No, on other people or animals or anything else. Okay. Oh, so whew, this is opening up here. Now, when you say invisible men, are we just talking about men? Well, invisible men don't just have to be men. Like in the third one, in our set of invisible people, we have the invisible woman. Whoa! And you said animals too. Yeah, animals can also be like that in the third one too. He tested it out on a black cat. The scientist did in the third one. Okay, so this opens it up quite a bit. So we're not just talking about men. We're talking about men, women, animals. Anything can become invisible through science. Yes, invisible men, or I should say, invisible people. Important to be politically correct. Yes, thank you. They can have things on them. To make their body look like a body, but if they don't, you won't be able to see them. So, what kind of things? Like you can put bandages on yourself so people can see you. Okay. And if you take them off, they can't. And where like, would you put those bandages? Like all over your body, like a mummy? Yeah. So but you could do that. But in different ways, like diagonal up. Down anyway, but they have to be in the shape of your body. Uh huh. Couldn't you just wear clothes? Yes, you could. But if you did, people would still be scared because they couldn't see your body. It would just look like clothes floating around everywhere. Oh, so then you put the street. So then so you put the uh, bandages on your face. On your face, yes. Okay. Okay. So clothes, bandages on your face. What about glasses? Glasses. Okay. Because I was gonna ask, like, what about your eye holes? Because you gotta see. Yeah. But I guess if you put like sunglasses over it, then nobody'd be able to see you don't have eyes, or that you don't have visible eyes. Yeah. Okay. Because they have to wear something on your their eyes. So you're saying here, then, our listeners could recognize a. Person who is invisible because they might be wearing clothes and bandages all over their face and sunglasses. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, if they're not wearing that stuff, how do we recognize them? You have to look at things, something floating around. That means the invisible man. I mean, invisible person is there with something in its hand. Okay, so if you see something floating around, or something like, like a cup or a cat, yeah, like in the third one, the guy says, "Oh no, flying cats!" Then he just falls over. Yeah, he faints. Before he says, "Talking cats," I'm gonna do it again, folks. Oh, and then he faints again. Yeah, <laughs> so silly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you see stuff floating around. Yeah. Now, here's a question for you, though.、Mm-hmm. How do you know if, like, let's say, okay, so I've got my coffee cup here. Yeah. Let's say my coffee cup starts floating around the apartment.、Mm-hmm. How do I know that it's an invisible person and not a ghost or a poltergeist? Cause you can see ghosts. Oh, okay. So you can see ghosts, maybe more often than not. 
Are some ghosts invisible too, though? They can be. Okay, I thought so too. So that's tricky. Because ghosts are spirits. Yeah. Of people who died. Okay. So sometimes they can be invisible. Mm-hmm. Now, how do I determine if it's an invisible person and not a ghost? How do I figure that out? Because you see feet prints. Oh, okay. So what you're saying then footprints. is I have to look for other signs. Like footprints. Or Anything else? And things knocking over and moving that you don't know is moving. Okay. So let's say my cup is floating again. Let's use this cup again. And let's yeah. say it's floating here. If I walk over towards this cup, mm-hmm. how do I determine if it's an invisible person or it's a ghost? How do I distinguish between the two? Because ghosts is not hold things. Things will just go through them. And poltergeist is can. Okay, so an invisible person, you're saying things can't go through. So if I reached out, and let's say my cup is being held up by an invisible person, and I reached Mm -hmm. out and I put my hand out, what am I going to feel? A person, but you're not going to know it because you don't see it. Okay, and what am I going to feel, though? Just a regular person. Like, am I going to feel a shirt or, like, a hat or glasses or something? No, nothing. You're going to feel just like a regular person's skin. Like I'm going to touch their skin? Yeah. But what if I touch them where their shirt should be? You won't, because everything on them is going to be off them. Wait, 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 wait. So you're saying, all of a sudden, my cup is floating around the apartment. I walk yeah. over, and I reach out, and I've grabbed onto a naked person? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What? Yes. What? No. They're naked? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Invisible people... Naked. <laughs> what? When they're invisible. Oh, yeah, because you just said if they put on clothes, then we can see them. Yeah. So they wouldn't be wearing any, any clothes. clothes. Oh, that's tricky. And it's kind of rude. <laughs> but you don't know because you can't see it. But suddenly, like, I walk up and suddenly, you know, I, like reach out, and, like, my hand is on, like, some dude's hairy back. <laughs> yeah. With an invisible hairy back. Yeah. Oh. Maybe somebody's sweating. Oh, like a, <laughs> oh, there's sweat, too? <sighs> oh, man. Maybe somebody throws sand at you, but you don't know it. Oh, but, okay, but if they're throwing sand at me, that means they're naked hanging around sand. Yeah! That's a bad idea in general. <laughs> I know. Maybe they're in the water naked. Well, what would that look like if they were in the water? What would I see? When the invisible people come out of the water, or just a person, they're not invisible anymore. And if they get killed... Wait, wait, wait. Why would they not be invisible anymore? They would have water on their skin. Oh, so if you get something on them. You could see it. Oh. And you were about to say something about if they die. If they die, after that, they just turn back into a human. Like a visible human. Yeah. So the invisibility will wear off. 
fade away when they die. Yeah, when they're dead. Okay. Or when they're in the water. Yeah, and they get something on them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, would I need to? Because, okay. So this this show, Monster Stampede,、mm-hmm. is about being aware of monsters and being able to recognize and defend yourself against monsters. Yep. Would I have any need to defend myself against an invisible person? Yes. Really. Sometimes they can be crazy and maybe kill somebody. Whoa! Why? Why would they be crazy? Cause sometimes that happens, like in the first one. So sometimes, is it just going invisible makes you crazy? Sometimes. Oh, so like not、Or、being able to see your body makes you go crazy. Oh, some kind of Lovecraftian kind of a thing, I guess, huh? Yep. Looking into the void of yourself. Oh. You can actually see yourself, but you can't see yourself because you don't know it. <laughs> That's really confusing, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so, you're actually seeing yourself, but you don't know that you're seeing yourself because you can see through yourself. Got it? Yeah. You're just seeing what's behind you. Yeah, that would be something that could drive you insane. And so, invisible people, there is a tendency to go crazy. If it's very snowy, if it's very snowy, and you see footprints. You do any weapon on it, you kill it. Okay, so what you're saying is any weapon will work. Yes. Because I was just going to ask you if they're trying to kill you. How do、yeah. you defend yourself? And you're saying anything will stop them. If you're left alone, they will kill you too. Are all of them going to kill you? Is every invisible person crazy and murderous? No. Sometimes they can be nice one time. Then one time they can go crazy. Then one time they can be super bad. Oh, so you have to feel it out. And how do you determine a crazy one from a nice one? Cause a crazy one would try to kill you. <laughs> okay, and, that puts you at a distinct disadvantage. And a nice one wouldn't. Maybe it's like when you were talking about aliens, how you wait and see, and if the alien kills somebody, then you know it's a bad one. Yeah. So if like you see that somebody falls over dead, and there's a coffee mug floating around the room, then maybe that's an invisible、yeah. person who's a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> you mean crazy? Sometimes they can be crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, if you see like a weapon floating around anywhere, like if there's a knife coming at you. Yeah. Whoa. That would be spooky. Yeah, that would probably be an invisible man. And how do you know it's an invisible person and not a poltergeist? Cause sometimes you can see poltergeists. Oh, okay. Otherwise, you don't know until you try to like hit it with a baseball bat. Yeah. And if your baseball bat goes through it, poltergeist.、Mm, no, they're just regular ghosts. Oh, okay. I guess I don't know the difference here yet. We haven't talked about those、yeah. on the show. We'll have to go over those. Because poltergeists, that means that they can hoard things. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like in well, Harry Potter, there's poltergeists. Oh, okay. So that's how you know about poltergeists. Got it. Well, because ghosts can go through things. My question for you then, Alistair, is: Do you have to kill an invisible person? If they're crazy or bad, do you, but do you have、yes. to kill them? Like, what if I don't want to kill somebody? Well, maybe it will kill you. 
Maybe. Uh-huh. But if anything will work against them, couldn't I just hit him in the head and take him to jail? Yeah. It can't go through things. So you could keep an invisible person in jail? Yeah. Well, that sounds like a far better thing to do to me. Yeah. Because I don't want to rush into killing anything. No. No, I. that's wrong. Like, you shouldn't kill things or kill people. You know, and sometimes if somebody's trying to kill you and they're invisible and self-defense, it can happen, sure. But I think, personally, and you can chime in on this, personally, I would rather capture the invisible person yeah. and maybe send them to court than kill that person. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah? Because I don't want to kill anybody. No. No. Because from what you're telling me, it sounds like they're just regular people who became invisible. Yeah. And it's not their fault. It's not their fault they're crazy. It's not their fault. It's just they don't know. If we capture them, is there some way that we could make them not invisible again? How do you make an invisible person not invisible anymore? That's a good question. Oh, thank you. You make an invisible person not invisible through science. Oh, so you got to be probably a scientist. Yeah, but there's lots of ways to do it in science. Okay. Because science is science, and people can't do what science does. Without science. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, science is done by people. So we need science to be able to do it. people can't do that. Yeah, otherwise it's magic. Yeah, because magic isn't even real. Unless you're in a movie yeah. and happen to find yourself in a movie with magic. Yeah. But typically, I agree with you, when we see invisible men in movies, it's because of science. You mean invisible people? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. Because sometimes they can be girls. Because sometimes they are women. Yes. We do not discriminate here at Cadavercast. <laughs> yes. Well, anything else to say about invisible people? Nope. Do you have any homework to assign for our listeners? Yes. Okay. If you like silly, I would really recommend the first one. Because this guy's crazy and he is very silly. The original Invisible Man with yeah. Claude Rains. Yes. Okay. I would recommend that if you like silly. That's definitely the source, I would say. And... If you like Funny Again, you should watch the third one, too. Invisible Woman. Yeah, because there's some funny parts when the guy says, Oh, no, a flying cat. Then he says, Oh, no, a talking cat. Then he just falls over again. Yeah. I would recommend both of them the most. Okay, yeah. And I also recommend the second one, uh, The Return of the Invisible Man. Invisible Man Returns. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. With Vincent Price as the Invisible Man because it's Vincent Price. Yeah. And he's one of my heroes. So Vincent Price as the Invisible Man, great. He's also not a bad guy. So I guess what we're saying is all of the Universal Invisible Man movies. Yeah. Yeah. So just get a hold of that set because, of course, they're all in the the Legacy Collection set. And the Invisible Woman is And the Invisible Woman. And... It is also bad and good. Sometimes she's good. Sometimes yeah, she's she starts bad. to go crazy in that one. Then she goes good. Then she goes crazy. Then she goes good. But crazy. She's kind of going crazy because she can't become visible again at one point. Yeah. She thinks she's stuck as invisible. 
Yeah, there's a lot of great universal stuff. We also have, you know, Invisible Agent in that universal set and uh, Abbott and Costello meet the Invisible Man. But the Invisible Man also turns up in Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein as well. Yep. Uh, Also, the Invisible Man is in... Because he's in the boat part. When they kill the Frankenstein, he's like, I see you. Yeah. Well, there's um, there's also an Invisible Man in Hotel Transylvania and Hotel Transylvania 2. Yeah. So, more goofy, silly Invisible Man movies. Yeah, there's lots. There's Invisible Man and, like, lots of movies. Yeah, and there's also uh, John Carpenter, who made Big Trouble in Little China. Yep. He made one called Memoirs of an Invisible Man, I think, which I haven't seen since I was a kid, and... People don't talk very fondly of anymore, or maybe they never did. But maybe they've never seen. Maybe they've never seen it. I liked it as a kid, but maybe it doesn't hold up. I don't know. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Maybe people don't really like it, or maybe they haven't seen it. Maybe. Well, uh, so basically, I think what we've just said is your homework is watch all the Invisible Man movies. Yeah. (laughs) And Hotel Transylvania. Yes. And Hotel Transylvania, too. That's a lot of homework, but you know what? (laughs) Totally worth it, because we have a lot of fun with the Invisible Man movies. We have, like, basically almost all of them. We have all those, yeah. Yeah, we have all of those that I just talked about, me and you. Yeah, absolutely. All of those. Well, that's it for the lecture, and we want to send out a huge, huge thanks to Tony Vandenbush. Yes for supporting the podcast, for being a patron of Word Salad Productions. Everything's great. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Thank you, Tony. And thank you to the rest of our patrons as well. If you would like to support the show, just like Tony did, and make requests of us here for Monster Stampede episodes, movie reviews, go on over to patreon.com slash wordsalad. Every little bit helps. Yep. Alistair, what do we use the money for? My college fund. Exactly. We use it for basic upkeep and everything else. Al's college fund. Yep. We're not doing this just for the money, but uh, since this show is part of Al's monster education, figure it might as well contribute to his broader education as well. And with that, I would also like to give a couple extra shout-outs here, if you don't mind, Alistair. Yep. So not just shouting out to our patrons, who are amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for supporting our show and the other shows at Word Salad Productions. But I would also like to give a shout-out to some folks who I met at the Geek Show here in Chicago. Um, The show was put together by Aaron and Chris of Versus the Universe the uh, Versus the Universe Network, and they're awesome people, and I recommend checking out their shows, and if you're here in Chicago, check out their live shows as well. I also met at that show Dawn from Rax Geek, which is a belly dancing and fire dancing company. Yep, that's right. Uh, so look into Rax Geek. Also, uh, met a fella named Matt Peters, and Matt does a show, Alistair, called cast a day and do you want to know what it is yep i do well matt does a show in june of every year where he records and posts a podcast every single day of the month 
for the whole month, every single day. Whoa. Yeah, it's a huge project. Yeah. I also want to give a shout out to a couple of shows who've been really big in supporting us. Uh, There's a show called Stories, Fables, Ghostly Tales. Check out Stories, Fables, Ghostly Tales if you'd like to hear some spooky stories. And also check out Brody's Kitchen, which is a Scottish podcast about movies. And they've been big supporters of us online, said some really kind things. So thank you, Sheriff Brody and Bad Hat Harry over at Brody's Kitchen. Anything to add, Al? Would you like to give any shout-outs to anybody? Well, nope. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's it for us. Yep. If you would like to get in touch with us or stay informed about what we're doing here at CadaverCast, look us up on Twitter at Cadaver underscore cast or on Facebook at CadaverCast. That's one word. Or send us an email at CadaverCast at gmail.com and that, too, is CadaverCast one word. So, Alistair, I've got a question for you here before we uh, get shutting down our recording equipment here in the snowy confines of Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. Yes. What's happening over there in the snow? Where? Look at that. There's like little, little holes like moving towards us. What are those? I don't know. Footprints, I guess. Footprints? Like why w- why would there be footprints out in the snow? I don't know. Wait. You don't think is that an invisible person? Oh no. We don't know if that's a nice one or a crazy one. What should we do? I don't know. I we could stand here and wait to see if it's a crazy one trying to kill us or we could run away. It's my biscuit. Run away? Yeah. You've been listening to Cadavercast presents Monster Stampede. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham. And until next time, stay safe. I'm gonna do it again, folks. We love ya.